0: Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live.
1: And welcome to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you for joining me. Uh, I'm taking a couple of days and just asking listeners uh, if this program has been a help, a blessing to you, an encouragement to you. Send me a little note. Bob at BobTalk.com. Bob at BobTalk.com. Got one from one of our listeners last hour. Very encouraging. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I like to share that with our staff here. And, well, yeah, it encourages me too. Everybody likes encouragement. Uh, So anyway, uh, just a couple days. I'm just throwing it out, not making a big deal out of it. Uh, If the program has been a help, a blessing to you. Uh if it has changed your life in in any way or you just enjoy it, uh send me an email, Bob at BobTalk.com. Bob at BobTalk.com. Uh my telephone number is eight seven seven Bob Live, eight seven seven two six two fifty four eighty three. Well, I've talked about this several times in the past, and it is becoming more prolific. What am I talking about? We are living in a new age of segregation. hmm Where did segregation come from in the early days of our country? a belief that one race was inferior to another, another race was superior to the other. So therefore, we didn't want to get together. We weren't equal. And that's why we had segregated buses and segregated schools and segregated churches and segregated drinking fountains and segregated uh, lunch counters and restaurants and segregated... And as a country, we all came—well, not all—99.9% of all of us in America came to the conclusion, this is not good. Segregation is not good. We need to denounce it, we need to condemn it, and we need to move away from it. Let's get rid of segregation. And so we tried to get rid of segregation in a lot of ways some worked some didn't. The whole bussing thing was an absolute fiasco sadly. I think the motive was good uh but but it certainly didn't work out well. Uh I was right in the middle of the whole bussing thing in the 60s in Southern California and it was it was it was a disaster. But it was an attempt to confront the evil of segregation. And so we as a country progressed to the point where there was almost no segregation at all. Almost none. There were no segregated buses or lunch counters or restaurants or drinking fountains or bathrooms, uh, airplanes, trains, There was no segregation. It was illegal. Not only was it illegal, it was wrong. And we made enormous progress as a country leaving behind segregation. Well, it's back. It is back. But it is not back because of white supremacists. It is certainly not back because of conservatives. It is back because of the radical, progressive left. And and this is the thing that just blows your mind. Segregation is back and growing because of leaders in the black community. What? Your community fought, 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 fought against segregation. And now you want you you're bringing it back, uh, yeah, for for many reasons. Brainwashing from the left, and then there is also this: you did it to us, we're going to do it to you. We're going to make you feel what we felt—revenge. And I think most of you know revenge is never profitable, never. But we're seeing a lot. The whole reparations movement is revenge. It's not about equality. It's revenge. We're going to show you what it felt like. You did it to us. We're going to do it to you. Now, let me prove my point. Headline from today. More universities jump on the trend of holding race-based graduation events a growing number of universities are holding individual graduation events to celebrate students who identify as a specific race or sexual orientation. The events are held separate from the larger commencement ceremony and aim to recognize students in a smaller environment. The different events are held for students based on their racial or sexual identity and are in addition to the larger official commencement ceremonies, honoring, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Here are a few of the universities across America holding segregated commencement services this year. University of Oklahoma, Illinois State University, Georgetown University, Cal Poly, California Polytechnic State University, Arizona State University, Grand Valley State University, Harvard University, Yale University. And that's just a few. And every year, the number is growing. Quote, at Illinois State University, separate graduation ceremonies will be held for, quote, underrepresented students to celebrate their success in graduation in a unique way. This is from the website of Illinois State University. These ceremonies are for Middle Eastern, Asian, Pacific Islander, Southeast Asian students, Latinx Latinx students, LGBTQ plus students, and students of African descent and from the African diaspora. That's Illinois State. Arizona State University will have separate commencement ceremonies for, and I'm quoting, American Indian, Asian, Asian Pacific, Black, African, Hispanic, and LGBTQ students, according to its website. Uh, Harvard University uh, is scheduled nine individual commencement celebrations. They're even having an individual uh, commencement ceremony for people with disabilities. Arabs, indigenous graduates, nine different separate commencement ceremonies, all segregated. I thought this was wrong, evil. Well, I think it is. Once again, and we know this the liberal left thrives on division. They don't want unity. Division helps them maintain power and authority. And so we are moving into a brand new era of segregation. If segregation was evil in the 40s, the 50s, the 60s, it is just as evil today. We have just seen a complete paradigm shift in who is promoting the segregation. It hasn't changed the evil of it. It's just we've seen a change in who is promoting it. This is the liberal left in America today, attempting to divide us. Don't give in. Don't give in. And by the way, don't give them a pass. We'll be back.
0: today's news God's word and your thoughts this is Bob Bernie live
1: and welcome back to Bob Bernie live thank you for joining me and uh, we're going to head to the phones I've got Bob in Columbus hey Bob welcome I sure like your name
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. We've got the same name. (laughs) Cool name. Well, it is because Um, you
1: can spell it forward-backwards and it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, What's on your mind?
2: I wanted to say something kind of in defense of segregation. I am a black American um, of the left-leaning side. Okay. Uh, I'll admit that. Uh, To me segregation and separation are the same thing or very similar and when you have a powerful ruling oppressive oppressor group separating a less powerful oppressed group then the powerful group can do harm to the less powerful group now on the other hand when when the, the lesser powerful group decides to segregate or separate themselves, they can do it in a way that they benefit. So it's the opposite of fit. And I've got examples.
1: Okay, I'm, I'm you listening. An
2: example? Sure. Okay. Uh, when people that live in Bexley or people that live in up, uh up Arlington, Dublin decide that, because they have more money than others that they want to separate and live in those communities where they can have better housing, better schools, much better schools, better neighborhoods. To me, that's self-separation. And and you can't get them to back down from that because they've been they, they're they separating themselves and they benefit from it.
1: Well, here's the problem with that, though, Bob, Um uh... If a black family wanted to move into that same neighborhood and they were told, we're sorry, this is a white-only neighborhood, Uh, black people are not welcome, I think we would all be filled with outrage. I certainly would be, and I think you would be as well. Uh, The choice is there is—I don't see that the same as uh, we're going to have a graduation ceremony and only black people can come. My ultimate point is, when white people wanted segregation, we all agree it was evil. When black people want segregation, isn't it equally evil?
2: No. And is it evil when Dexley decides we want to be a little wealthy enclave? Even though they're separating by money, it's the same thing, because how many black or to live in these places, isn't that the same kind of evil?
1: No. No. Okay. I, I, because I don't know a whole lot of people in New Albany or in Bexley. I know a whole lot of people that live in New Albany. And I don't personally, I don't know of any people who have moved to a wealthier part of New Albany who said, we want to get away from the black people. So we're going to move to New Albany because they don't have black people there. Uh, they're enjoying the fruits of their labor. They're enjoying the fact that they can purchase a home more expensive possibly than others. But I personally don't know of anyone who looks at that in a racial sense. I, I
2: don't. Well, if you if you were a black person and you tried to get your child into one of these nice schools in these privileged areas, you would feed the hostility. And that's all over the country. Well. not of fact, there's laws to keep you out.
1: Laws to keep black people out?
2: Laws to say that if you don't live in the uh, Worthington, whatever, name it, if you don't live there, you can't go to school there. But on the other hand, they've got the, the, the district board uh, gerrymandered, rigged, so that certain white people can live in columbus and send their kids to worthington schools just check the the borders you'll see for yourself that many of the worthington schools are actually in columbus actually 10 worthington schools are okay. in columbus but that's the white area
1: all right well let, let me give you the opposite i live in westerville all right westerville let's go back 20 years ago in the win-win negotiations between Westerville and Columbus Public Schools, uh, the city of Columbus, Westerville at that time was a predominantly white community. In the win-win agreement with Columbus, the city of Columbus, a huge number of black kids began pouring into the Westerville schools because the school district boundaries were stretched way 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 down into Columbus not Westerville but into Columbus and so you had and by the way it doesn't bother me at all that black kids were brought into the Westerville schools that's fine but that was exactly the opposite you had people who lived in Westerville a predominantly white community and through negotiations back again this was about 20 years ago or or even more There was a huge percentage. And today, there is a largely disproportionate number of black kids in Westerville schools compared to the population within the city limits. So there you have the opposite. So I think, Bob, you can be very selective. Depending on how you feel, I think you can be very selective in the proof that you give. And I just personally think that segregation is wrong, whether it's white from black or black from white. I do. That's just my personal feeling. Uh, I, you know, I would love for you to live next door to me. Uh, that's fine.
2: Well, you may not. I might have some bad habits, but that's a little joke.
1: <laughs> well, I'm glad well, you're out there, Bob. I'm glad you're listening, and thank you for calling. Even if we don't, okay. we don't agree. I appreciate it, and I mean that sincerely, and you feel free to call me anytime, whether you agree or disagree,
2: all right? Okay, thank you.
1: Thank you, Bob. Thank you. And that's the way we should handle disagreements. I'm just of the personal opinion. I don't want to go back to segregation. And especially if it's the reasoning is, you did it to us, now we're going to do it to you.